Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of These Are The Valleys. We're quickly approaching episode 40, like that is crazy. And we're quickly approaching the end of the year. Like it's the first week of November. Where is the time going? Where is it going? <laughs> um, so today we're gonna be talking about the problem with purpose. And this is basically to just kind of really, really attack the lies of the enemy that have been hitting me super hard. And I know maybe an attack that you all have faced, will face, or are currently facing. So let's just talk about that headspace that you can get in where you start really prioritizing purpose over God's presence, right? And over God's pacing. Come on, peas. <laughs> I recently found myself in that headspace and I think that's really what started my downward spiral was really listening to the enemy where he was getting in my ear and just being like this season is so purposeless like all the things that you are doing are amounting to what exactly amounting to what what are you actually doing with your life like where is this going you have no plan you have no goals you're just living through life you have no purpose now me being the good woman of god that i am (laughs) I do know and stand on Jeremiah 29, 11, okay? I just feel like that's one of them verses that people have heard a million times. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Um, plans to give you hope in the future. And so it didn't penetrate my heart when he was saying it, but I think it penetrated that surface layer. You know what I mean? The flesh was like, oh God, he's right. And the spirit was like, eh, he ain't really right. But I'm gonna let myself be emotional about this because <laughs> I just don't feel like pulling myself up by the bootstraps right now. And so that's where I found myself into like this deep spiral of feeling like God had just left me out to die. And like, oh my gosh, like I'm just so inefficient with everything. And then that led to, because I was saying that over myself, that literally led to me being unproductive and a bunch of things. So then it just kind of reinforced, it was self-fulfilling, oh Lord, self-fulfilling prophecy. So yeah, y'all, just been going through that. But now that I'm on the other side, we're not gonna keep harping on that. Let's talk about what I've learned. One, God is a God of revelation, okay? God reveals things over time and in time. The second half is more important. It's over time, but it's in time. Habakkuk 2.3 says, for the revelation awaits for what? An appointed time, y'all, it's already said. It speaks of the end. It will not prove false. Though it lingers, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. The beautiful thing about understanding that God stands outside of time is understanding that he sees past, present, and future simultaneously. And not only that, that everything that is already was and everything that was already will be and everything that will be already is. Does that make sense? It sounds super philosophical, but essentially Everything's already set. Yes, we have free will. Yes, we can get off God's plan if we so choose. We can reject him if we so choose. But if you decide to stick with God, he already has a plan for you. He already has things set up. Okay, June 13th, this is when she's going to find out this. So November 2nd, this is when this is going to happen. So then December 25th, like everything is already set, guys. It says the revelation waits for an appointed time. So God has already set the time for you to find out the things that you need to find out. It really reminds me of a parental relationship where 
when you have a kid or you're around a kid, when that kid's able to understand you, you don't go. So listen, when you get a 401k, this is what you do. You want to invest in a mutual fund and then an index like that's way above their pay grade. They have so much to learn before they even get there. Not only that, that information is not even useful in the season that they're in. And so sometimes we really want God to bestow upon this, this grand master plan and this grand revelation that truthfully and honestly, we don't, we wouldn't even know what to do with if we got it. We wouldn't even know what to do with if we had it, but we're asking for things that are above our pay grade, right? It's like when uh, teenagers or adolescents be like, oh, I can't wait to be an adult. And you know how all these, all the adults used to say, nah, you want to remain a kid. You don't want to be an adult. And we used to be like, yeah, whatever. And then we get to adulthood and we realize how much comes with it. And we're like, man, I miss being a teenager. (laughs) That's how we sound y'all. That's how we sound. And that's how we look. And so we just need to remember that God is not a genie or a fortune teller that he should just work for us. Part of the problem with believing that God owes you an explanation about your purpose or owes you a preview of your purpose or owes you the perfect plan and the blueprint is that it kind of insinuates this falsehood about God that God is here to serve us versus the reality that it's the opposite way around, that we are supposed to be the ones that serve God. And so if we're supposed to be in service, right, when you serve with somebody, You don't tell them what to give you. You ask them what you can give them. And in that way, you serve your purpose of being a servant. Oh my gosh, guys, I actually feel like that was a revelation. Hold on, let me go back and break that down. Come on, Holy Spirit. So when you are a servant of somebody, you don't go and tell them what to give you. You go and ask them what they need of you. And in doing what they ask you to do, You fulfill your purpose. Oh my gosh. I really hope that's not going over y'all's head. I hope that's not going over y'all's head because low key is making me excited because I just feel like I unlocked the code. Like my brain just opened up. That's crazy. So us sitting here asking for our purpose is purposeless. We're not doing our purpose when we're sitting at God's feet being like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Your purpose is to serve God. So if you continue to go to God and say, God, what do you need from me? And when he gives you, when he gives you an answer, actually following through on that, you will be walking in your purpose. Guys, it's so it's so simple, but it's like the enemy will take things and pervert it and make it just seem so complex and so unattainable that it, it can send you into a spiral. It sent me into a spiral. But when you literally, oh my gosh, when you are obedient, obedience is the key to purpose. And if you just continue to be incrementally obedient, you will be fulfilling your purpose, okay? It's not something that you have to have the plan for before you do. It is something that in asking God, what do you need me to do now? Okay, God, I've done that. What do you need me to do now? Okay, God, I've done that. You will find yourself in purpose. Oh my goodness, guys, that's crazy. Do not believe the lies of the enemy. It takes me back to the illustration that I was talking about last week with um, the serpent and Eve in Genesis 3, where the serpent comes and collects information first. Now, that's something that I, 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 it came to me when I was reading. He came and was like, so did God really say that you couldn't eat from any tree in the garden? He's collecting information about what you already know. He is reconfirming what it is that you have implanted in your brain. How sure of that are you before I even try you up? He 
He's looking for a weak link, y'all. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna put a pin in that real quick. I saw this TikTok and he was talking about the reason why the serpent went for Eve instead of for Adam. It's not because Eve was weaker because she was a woman or any stuff like that. Until It wasn't until the fall, until after the fall happened that Eve received a name from Adam. Until then, she was just called the woman. The woman, y'all. And so <laughs> he went for the person that didn't know their identity. He went for the person that had the least certainty about who they were. Isn't that crazy? That was crazy. Okay, taking a pin out, going back to the story. So he goes up to Eve and it's just like, is that, uh, is that what God really said? So that she's like, oh, he said we can't eat from this tree. And he's like, oh, you certainly, you certainly would not die. You certainly would not die. I know God said that, but that's not true. This is why, because God is really keeping something from you. And that's the exact tactic that he used on me where it was like, so like, what is all this really, really, what is this restaurant business thing doing for you right now? Me not having an answer because I don't know. I haven't even asked God, truthfully, honestly. <laughs> I haven't even asked God what, what it is that I'm supposed to be looking to this season for. So because I was unsure and because I wasn't asking God about these things, he had a foothold on me to be like, ah, this season's so purposeless. Yeah, no, you surely will not have purpose. Actually, God is keeping your purpose from you. Why does he not tell you what your purpose is so that you can hurry up and get on it? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Y'all, it's really so simple. And we fall for it every single time. We fall for it every single time. We have to remember the promises of God. So we already talked about Habakkuk. Um, I don't know if we talked about Jeremiah 29, 11, but I think we did. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Um, yeah, we just talked about that. But then another one that I really, really love to hold on to and that I have posted up in my room is Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I wish that I had the eyeballs of God because imagine God is outside of time. He sees past, present, and future all simultaneously. Anywhere that he guides me is going to be the right way to go. Why? Because he sees where I've been. He sees where I am. And he sees where I'm heading. There's no way that he can mislead me. There's no way that he can mislead me. Y'all know in like Ocean's Eleven or them spy shows or them like, you know, super action shows. When those people have like this microchip in their ear. And the person on the other side on the computer is like, okay, there should be a door to your left. There should be an exit. When you go out of there, then you're going to go by 300 feet and then there's going to be a drop. Take that drop. They won't be able to fall. Like literally giving the keys because they have the bird's eye view. God has the ultimate bird's eye view, right? He's got the God's eye view. So why is it that we don't trust him, y'all? Why is it that we don't trust him? And I'm not saying this against y'all. Like It's really me too. It's really me too. Like, this is something that I constantly, I'm going to have to go to God about because I see that this is a cycle in my spiritual battle, which by the way, we'll get into that another day. But this is a cycle for me. Like the enemy continues to attack my sense of purpose. And so I need to get rooted and planted in the fact that when I'm obeying God, I'm finding myself in purpose. God cannot mislead me or misguide me. He's intrinsically good. He can do no wrong. So why would I not trust that wherever he has me is exactly where I need to be? So just remember, y'all, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. We always say this in the world. We say this in secular settings. We say this in professional settings. 
it's not what you know, it's who you know. And we got to use this here because, man, it's not about how much of the plan I know. It's not about how much stability or certainty I have in my own plan or in, in what I can see, how much clarity I have. It's about who I'm connected to. And because I'm connected to the God of the universe, because I'm connected to the lion and the lamb of Judah, because I'm connected to the almighty, the alpha and the make the omega, there's no reason that I should be upset that I don't know something. It's cool. I'm connected. I'm connected. So yeah, y'all, um, not a super long episode today, but I hope that it does something for somebody and kind of helps give y'all some tools, helps give y'all some fresh perspective about this whole thing because it can get really, really hard, really, really quick, y'all. It really, really can. I love y'all. Leave a rating and review. Hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge. And yeah, y'all, I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Mm -hmm.